Alam niyo po, pagpasok ng year 2021, I really felt this certain excitement in my heart. I felt that this is a significant year, itong 2021. It's a significant year for us believers. Yes, nagkaroon tayo ng matinding setback or pagsubok when we, uh, when we entered 2020 last year because the pandemic came. But I believe God is doing something. Not just here, but in the whole world. Not just in our church, but even individually. I believe in my heart na may purpose yung pandemic na yan. It was a time of reflection. It was a time of preparation. It was a time of even discipline, disciplining. But God was working in the hearts of people. Kaya alam kong maganda ang plano ng Panginoon para sa atin. And just like yung wilderness experience ng mga Israelita, if we recall our readings back in Genesis and Exodus, parang ganun din ang ginawa ng Panginoon sa atin when God led the children of Israel in the wilderness. The wilderness was not Israel's destination. It was just a time of testing. It was a time of disciplining and a time of preparation for greater things ahead. God was working in their hearts in, the, in those 40 years of difficult times in the wilderness. But God showed them His power and His faithfulness. At ganun din po ang nangyari sa atin, hindi po ba? During, that, during the, the onset of the pandemic, we were tested. We were disciplined. But dito rin po pinakita ng Panginoon ang kanyang faithfulness sa atin na kanyang mga anak. Hindi niya po tayo pinabayaan, hindi po ba? Kaya, mga kapatid, get ready. The Lord is preparing us for, for greater things, individually and as a church. Handa na po ba kayo for the greater things of God? Handa na po ba kayo kung saan tayo dadalhin ng Panginoon pag matapos itong pandemic na ito? Let us pray. Hallelujah, we thank you, our Heavenly Father. Lord, we thank you because you have wonderful plans for us. This is what you said in your word, plans to prosper us and not to harm us. Plans to give us a hope and a future, Father God. Lord, we are grateful, Panginoon, because we have your word, Lord, to guide us, to lead us, O oh Lord, to give us wisdom and understanding of what you want us to do, Lord God. Lord, we want your instructions, Lord God. We want your voice, O oh Lord. We want to hear from you today, O oh God. We submit this service unto you, O oh God. Holy Spirit, would you speak to us? Speak to the hearts of the people who are watching this, sa mga taong nasa bahay nila at nakikinig, Panginoon, mangusap po kayo sa bawat isa sa amin, Panginoon. Salamat po, O oh Diyos. Ito po ang aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. In the book of Deuteronomy, we read that the children of Israel is about to enter the promised land. Ito po yung land flowing uh, with milk and honey as God described it to them, you know. And the ones who are about to enter this is the new generation. Ito na po yung new breed of the children of Israel. Nagkamatay na po, nagkamatayan na po ang kanilang mga tatay-tatay. Yung mga lumabas sa Egypto, 
eh, namatay na po sa wilderness. Kaya itong mga papasok ngayon sa promised land, ito na po yung bagong generasyon. Ngunit, meron pong dalawa pang naman, meron, meron naman pong dalawang natira. If you remember, the two people who, uh, who were uh, left dun sa past generation is Joshua and Caleb. They were spared. You know why? Because they believed in God. At ito naman po talaga ang challenge ng uh, challenge ni Moses dito sa bagong henerasyon na papasok ngayon sa promised land. Moses wanted this generation to enter into this genuine covenant love relationship with God and live in obedience to Him in this land He had prepared for them. So that Israel will serve as a testimony that God, the God of Israel, is the one true God, the all-powerful and loving God. Dito po sa book of Deuteronomy, napaka-exciting po. Well, actually, matatawag niyong exciting kasi bagong henerasyon na ito na iprineprepare ni Moses. Pero the book of Deuteronomy is all about Moses' speeches. Inireiterate po ni Moses lahat ng itinuro ng Panginoon doon sa wilderness. Inuulit po ngayon ito ni Moses. And meron po akong nakitang tatlong importanteng commandment na binigay ni Moses dito sa bagong generation na ito. And Moses really wanted to remind this new generation to prepare them upon entering the land of promise. Let's look at the first one. The first important command is to hear and obey. Ito po yung tinatawag na Shema. Hear or listen and obey. We read that in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 to 9. Let me read. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. These words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons, and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. Verse 8, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. These are what the Jewish people call the Shema, yung statement na yan, the Shema statement, it starts with hear. Hear, O Israel. Alam niyo po ba itong, itong word na hear? Hindi lang po ito yung word na listen. Meron po siyang kaakibat na obey. Upon listening, you need to respond in obedience. Yan po yung Shema. At itong Shema na ito ay uh, summarized clearly in chapter 10. 12 to 13. If we want, if we look at that verse, it says here, verse 12, And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? He requires only that you fear the Lord your God and live in a way that pleases Him and love Him and serve Him with all your heart and soul. Verse 13, And you must always obey the Lord's command and decrees that I am giving you today for your own Good. Yun po ang kabu- kabuuan ng Shema. Yung word na hear, it means listen intelligently. Listen 
with the intention of responding or obeying the Lord. So when Moses said to them, Shema Israel, or hear, O Israel, this, this means for Israel to hear and respond in obedience, to listen with the intent to obey. To listen means to pay attention, careful attention, focus. Yan po ang gusto ng Lord. And to obey means to do willingly what you have been told to do. And, that, and in this case for Israel, they are commanded to keep all the commands of God so that it may go well with them dito sa land na papasukin nila. And that verse here, O Israel, is seconded with the command. For they are to love the Lord your God with all of their heart, with all of their soul, and with all of their might, so that they may be able to stay in this land and it may go well with them. Yun po ang command ni Moses sa kanila. Hear, O Israel. The Lord your God, the Lord is one. But you shall love the Lord your God, mga kapatid, with all. Hindi po some, hindi, hindi po, you know, sometimes, o kapiraso lang. But Moses is saying, with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. Kasi po, alam ni God kung ano ang nasa puso ng mga tao, lalong-lalo na po uh, ang Israel. That's why the, um, the, the uh, command or yung, yung uh, nire-reiterate ni Moses sa kanila is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Do not turn to the left or do not turn to the right. They need to focus on the Lord because the Lord wants them to really serve Him in this land that they are about to enter. Tayo po ba mga kapatid? Nakikinig po ba tayo sa commands ng Panginoon? Madali po ba sa atin ang makinig at sumunod sa salita ng Diyos? O baka hanggang ngayon po ay uh, nagbibingi-bingihan pa rin tayo sa panawagan ng Panginoon sa buhay natin? Meron po bang tawag ang Panginoon sa buhay ninyo na hanggang ngayon hindi niyo po tinutugon? Listen to our testimony of one of our couple field workers in India. They are Joyce and Bennett. They are a couple who truly listened and obeyed the call of God in their lives. Panoorin po natin ito. Psalm 139 verse 13 says, For you formed my inmost being, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. This verse is true in my life. I remember when I was young, I used to pretend that I was a teacher. I would arrange my table and pretend that it was a teacher's table. And I would have a board and I would write there pretending that I was teaching. I used to enjoy doing it. Then, when I was in high school, our youth pastor encouraged me to help in our Sunday school and also in VBS. Only when I was in the university that I stopped. But then, I went to the seminary and there I volunteered in a street kids ministry. We used to go to the slum area in Makati and teach the children there. Growing up in Sunday school and also teaching the kids in Sunday school along with the seminary courses equipped me for the ministry that I am doing here in Chennai. As an adult, 
I know how valuable those memory verses that I learned in Sunday school. Also, with my seminary courses, I remember um, during my hermeneutics class that I thought to myself, I wish this was taught to me when I was young. God allowed those experiences that I had for me to see what I can improve in our Sunday school. And I thank God because I had, to, I had the opportunity to implement it. Right now, as our Sunday school was limited to Zoom calls, I get the chance to teach the kids how to study the Bible using the narrative techniques that I learned in the seminary. And I thank God for giving me the wisdom on how to teach them. And at the same time, He enabled these kids to understand what I was teaching them. And last year when we celebrated um, our Children's Sunday in the church, these kids joined me in the sermon as the panelist. Many people would say that uh, we will only see the fruit of our labor many years, but thank God for allowing me to see it now itself. And to God be the glory, great things He has done. I was just 13, 14 years old when our overseer, the senior pastor of our state, of our church, came to our house for lunch after the church service. And he had the lunch, he was just going out, walking out of our house. And he was going near the gate and he was asking my dad, what is your son going to do? And at the time, my dad said, we have dedicated him for ministry and he should go for ministry. And at the time, my pastor just casually mentioned saying that he can go to Philippines, he can do PhD and he can come back and teach the Bible college students here in India. That just struck in me. It was not a prophecy, it was just a casual conversation my overseer had, but that just struck in me when I finished my bachelor degree and I wanted to go for higher studies and the open door was in ASCM in Philippines and I went there for MDiv. At the time, I really wanted to be a Bible teacher. My focus was to just come back to India and teach Bible and at the time I was so excited to study in ASCM to prepare myself to be a teacher for India. While I was there, in the first week itself, and I was just going up in the elevator. At the time, our president, Dr. Chuck Winley, was there, and he told me, come and meet me in my office. I went to his office, and he handed me a letter saying that, you are invited to be part of the pastor and training program in Lighthouse Church. I was just shocked. I wanted to be a Bible college teacher, not to be a pastor, but here I have a letter saying that you are invited to be a pastor in training. That was an exciting moment in one sense and I believe that God is calling me for something bigger than the Bible college teacher. And I went into this pastors in training program. It was an exciting time for me and I was just listening to the pastors. Pastor Albert is there and Pastor Jojo was there and then we had Mark Rosaka and others were there and we were talking about the intricacies of being a pastors and then the issues and the problems and all those things and I was learning on how to become a pastor and it was an exciting time at that time. I learned a lot from there and afterwards I finished my PhD I came back with my wife me and Joyce came back to India to be the Bible college teachers here but somehow 
that heart of a pastor was also there. We wanted to plant a church. We wanted to do some ministry among the local people here. And so we planted a church later on and we are actively engaged in pastoral ministry of the high caste people here in Chennai. Apart from that, we are also active in two other areas. We also train the pastors of the churches. And interesting thing is that the things that I learned in Lighthouse in the pastors and training program is helpful for me right now as I address the pastors. Apart from that, I am also in a place where we give leadership for 180 Bible colleges here in India with Asian Theological Association. And in this role, we train pastors who are training pastors of the churches. And here we engage with the teachers who are training pastors and we could give so much input on how to be a pastor and because of the training that God had given us in Philippines. God calls us for what we ought to do in the future. God called us saying that I will come back here to in India and then I will teach after studying PhD and God had fulfilled that one. And also he had trained me for the areas that I need to be trained for his ministry here in India. I'm thanking God for the way that God calls us. And not just that, he is also a sustainer who will fulfill the call, who will help us fulfill the calling that we have from God. May God add blessings. And I hope that God also will be with us and succeed in all our endeavors. Thank you very much. Praise God for their testimony. You know, Bennett and Joyce is a lov lovely couple. Uh, see, Joyce Po is a Filipina who uh, got married to Bennett, and uh, they met here when Bennett was studying here in Manila, the Asian Seminary for Christian Ministries. And now Bennett and Joyce are being used in India so mightily and powerfully by the Lord. Bennett is an educational advisor for a number of Bible schools in India, and uh, he is teaching the the pastors in India so that they may be able to preach the word of God, you know, um, uh, in, in, in spirit and in truth. And Joyce now is teaching the kids. Si Joyce po, uh, 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 si Joyce po mga kapatid, um, she is now teaching um, kids, yung, yung, yung sa kids' church, she is even teaching them hermeneutics. Tinuturuan niyo rin, niya rin po ang mga kabataan sa India kung paano mag-interpret ng, ng, ng Biblia ng uh, faithfully kung ano ang sinasabi doon. And so, ito pong mag-asawang to ay uh, ginagamit talaga ng Panginoon to really bless the ministers in India and the children in India. Kaya po, if you have uh, an opportunity, please pray for them. Dahil... Uh, May mga pagsubok din po sila. And um, if, you, if, you, um, if you have the time, please pray for our missionaries. Okay? And uh, next, we are going to talk about the second point. So, the first point, if you remember, hear and obey. Our second point, the second important command that Moses gave to Israel is found in chapter 8. And this one is the command to remember. Remember the promises of God. Remember how faithful God is. Mabilis po ba kayong makalimot, mga kapatid? Ako po, isa po ako sa makakalimutin. 
And sometimes I need to write down everything I need to do. I need to write it on a post-it. And uh, kailangan ko po siya talagang makita para maalala ko kung ano yung dapat kong gawin or, or kung ano ang mga uh, tasks ko for the day or for the week. And even, even every time I'm reading the Bible, kapag may instruction ng Lord, I need to write it down. Because sometimes, merong, merong times na I receive from the Lord, pero I don't write it, I easily forget it. Ito po ang command ni Moses sa, sa people of Israel, itong new generation na to. Remember, yun po. Mahigpit po itong utos ni Moses sa children of Israel. They are to remember all that God had done for them in the wilderness for 40 years. Basahin po natin yan sa chapter 8. Uh, we will read from verses 1 to 2, verses, verse 11 and 18. Okay, so let's read. Verse 1. Every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe, that you may live and multiply, and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God will lead you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commands or not. Verse 11, beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments, and his statutes which I command you today. Verse 18, and you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the power to get wealth, and He may establish you that He may establish His covenant, which He swore to your fathers as it is this day. So here we see Moses admonishing this new generation to remember all the commands God has given them in the wilderness and reiterates them how God sustained them during these during those 40 years na nasa wilderness sila. When there was no food to eat, God sent bread or yung mana from heaven. When, there were, when, when they were thirsty, ano ginawa ng Lord? God sent water from a rock for them to drink. Their clothes did not wear out. Their feet never got swollen, but God provided for all their needs and sustained them. God will do the same if only they will remember to obey His commands and it will go well with them pagpasok nila dito sa promised land. Kasi po mga kapatid, in this promised land, everything is already provided. There's water in the cisterns. There's bread, overflowing bread. Only, mga kapatid, only bread, only fruits, only grapes, lahat na. This is, this is a land literally flowing with milk and honey. Sometimes po, pag maganda ang buhay, hindi po ba madaling makalimutan ang Panginoon. Kaya ito po yung mahigpit na ipinag uh, na uh, nire-remind ni Moses dito sa bagong generation na ito. Huwag ninyong kalilimutan ang ginawa ng Diyos sa inyo. Remember. Yan po ang sign language for remember. Sige nga po, gawin natin. Remember. Remember. Okay? Meron po, meron po tayong isa pang testimony. Itong testimony ito from a couple who had been serving the Lord in the field. They will share how they have experienced difficult times in the field, but God faithfully sustained them and carried them through. Pakinggan po natin si Brother Louie and Sister Lani. 
Good, good morning. I am Lewis Martin, and this is my beautiful wife, Lanny. We are very privileged and honored to share God's faithfulness in the mission field. I have been a full-time missionary since 2015. And I have been a full-time missionary in, since 2007. Nagkakilala po kami uh, 2015 when serving separate uh, two separate ministry. I was serving in Operation Mobilization or Logos Hope. And I was serving with Life Solutions in Abundance or LSA. Since 2017, we have served together with OM as associate mobilizers. Pastor Jojo has asked us to speak on God's sustenance. Deuteronomy 8.6 says, So, obey the commands of the Lord your God, walking in His ways and fearing Him. Many would naturally think of provision as in money, but this time po, we will talk about another uh, kind of sustenance. Let us tell you about the mission trip we had in Palawan, uh, April of 2018. Before the pandemic, OM every year, they produce a, mission, a shorter mission exposure named Go Extra Mile for locals and international. That year, I was going as a participant, and Lanny was going as supporting staff and participant as well. It consists of five days of intense training and then approximately two weeks of mission immersion. The night before commissioning, Lanny had to be rushed to the hospital emergency room to, due to extreme blood pressure issues. After hearing the doctor's advice, uh, the next day, our team leader determined that uh, siguro mas nakakabuti kung hindi muna kami sasama the first, the first mission exposure. So, uh, we, did the, uh, we did not uh, do the, the first half because of its remote uh, location in that, play, in that tribe, so there's no medical facilities. Needless to say, we were very disappointed. So, now what do we do? Well, before reporting to OM in Porta Princesa during that trip in Palawan, we actually was on a different mission trip in Tai Tai. We work with three different churches, helping them uh, with outreach and leadership growth. I share about uh, the importance of prayer, and uh, in that time, we left the, the place that we are like, hindi po kami masyadong nagamit ng Diyos that time. While in Porto Princesa, uh, waiting for the doctor's clearance for Lanny, mm. uh, we used that time to reconnect with the pastors from Tai Tai. Yeah. During that, we bonded with them more closely. And now, they are very eager to be mobilized into missions outside of their comfort zone and spheres of influence. Deuteronomy 8.15 says, Do not forget that He led you through the great and terrifying wilderness. We certainly felt that we were in, in the wilderness while serving in Tai Tai and then being left behind at the ministry center in Puerto Princesa instead of going to the immersion. But God sustained us by lifting our spirits and showing that He had other plans for us. 
just recently po uh, we went to a three uh, three di different location and uh, Dumagat tribes and Angono uh, Muntalban and uh, also in near the Nakarkeson to minister to our kababayans yeah, and it was very difficult going to that place because of the rough terrain, yeah. the modes of transportation we had to use, yes. almost getting stuck in the mud, super rocky road that the car had to travel slower than walking speed, and... And my, my worry is uh, because for my, you know, my husband is American and there is a lot of rebels there, so I'm, I was so worried, but, but God uh, still sustained us. So I want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters, if God's calling you to serve him in, the, in missions, uh, do not be afraid to yes. answer his call. He will sustain you and strengthen you wherever he will send you. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Lou and Sister Lani. That was a powerful testimony of how God sustains sustain them in the mission field. Uh, kung, kung hindi nyo na po man maitatanong, eh, meron na pong edad talaga si Brother Louis and si Sister Lani. But they still continue to do the mission for God. They still reach out to the lost out there. Uh, ano po ang mangyari? Um, bumagyuman or dumaan man sila sa maputik na lugar or dumaan man sila sa mga makikipot na bridges. Susun, susundin at susuungin nila ang mga taong ito para ipagpray lamang at mabigyan ng encouragement. Thank you po, Sister Lani and Brother Louie. Now, dadako naman po tayo sa third point. Ang pangatlong point natin, the third command, Moses reminded the children of Israel. This is found in chapter 28 and 30, chapter 30. Ito po ang uh, choose life. Yan po ang sign language. Choose Life. Alright. Sige, i-remind po, i-remind ko po kayo. Ano po yung first one? The first one is hear and obey. Obey with your heart. Diba? Yan yung command ni Moses. Hear and obey. Ano yung pangalawa? Remember. Remember how God sustained you in the wilderness. Remember that God took care of you in the wilderness. And the third command is choose life. Para po kayong you're picking, picking something. Choose life. Yeah. In chapter 28, Moses began to enumerate the blessings and curses. Blessings come when, when they faithfully obey the commands of the Lord their God. And curses come when they disobey. Kaya naman, binigyan sila ni Moses ng choice. Ano ba talaga ang gusto nyo? Blessings or curse? Life or death? Kaya ang panawagan po ni Moses sa kanila, choose life. Choose life. Tingnan po natin. Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 to 14, and uh, 15 to 60. Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all His commandments, which I have commanded you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth 
and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall, shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flocks. Verse 5, blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses, in, in all to which you set your hand, and all and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, just as he has sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. Then all peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. Yung pong blessing na yan, Tuloy-tuloy pa po yan yung pronouncement ng blessing hanggang verse 14 ng chapter 28. So if you can see, ang daming blessing ng Panginoon. If you obey, ito ang mga blessings na, na mararanasan nyo. Ngunit, meron din namang pong mga curses. Tingnan po natin sa verse 15. But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all His commands, and his statutes which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Nako, ito na po. Pakinggan po natin, ano ba yung mga curses na yan? Your towns and your fields will be cursed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be cursed. Your children and your crops will be cursed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be cursed. Wherever you go and whatever you do will be cursed. Mga kapatid, tuloy-tuloy po yan. From verse 15 hanggang verse 30, lahat ng curses mararanasan nila if they, if they fail to, diso- to obey the Lord their God. If they disobey, ang kaakibat niyan, curses. The sad part here, mga kapatid, Moses even prophesied to them how they will they will disobey the commands of the Lord, and how the Lord will discipline them. Binigay na ni Moses lahat ng warning sa kanila bago pa man sila makapasok sa promised land. And even in chapter 30, let's jump to chapter 30, Moses continued to plead with them to make the right choice. We read that in verse 19 to 20. Verse 19, Today, Moses said, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choices you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him and committing yourself firmly to Him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mga kapatid, there is always a great reward for obedience, for choosing to live for God. There is life in God Himself. So mga kapatid, choose life. 
Let us listen to one of our field workers. Her name is Lainey. She once received a call, but then, mayroong point in her life na she turned away, nalihis po siya ng daan for, for certain circumstances in her life. But, when she finally came back and, and sought the Lord again, God took her in and set her for a greater purpose, a better life uh, than what she had before. So, let's listen to the testimony of Sister Lainey. Hi Church, my name is Lainey Alambro and I am currently serving with YWAM Ships Philippines as a missionary and we operate a medical vessel that brings free healthcare services and the gospel to the isolated islands in the Pacific. And we are excited because we are bringing one vessel to the Philippines. But my journey getting here was not a smooth one. I'd like to share it to you hoping that it will bring light to God's goodness and grace. I am from a broken home, so growing up, I have deep issues of abandonment that led me to believe I was not good enough and that I need to prove myself worthy of love. So I end up in wrong relationships because when someone shows me interest, I would feel like that it's the only, only and best love that I can receive. And so with no guidance from parents and always striving, when given an opportunity to do missions right after college, I was up for the challenge just to prove to everyone that I can and that I'm worthy. So with only this motivation, one will know that I was bound to fail. When trial came, I heard news from the Philippines that my sister was um, being abused by an uncle things fell apart. I went home angry at God. In my head, it did not add up. How can a God whom I serve in missions allow this to happen to us? And I was already dealing with deep issues of abandonment from my parents and now by God. And so I totally gave up on my calling, did not go to church, did not even pray. And and uh, worked in Yamaha Motorcycle Philippines under sales and marketing for five years. I learned how to drink. I was back to having relationships. And I was doing this every day for five years and it had a toll on me. Uh, I was lost. And I knew I was lost at day one. But by the end of the fifth year, I was more confused, more lonely. I don't have any peace of mind. I had a troubled heart and there's no one to turn to so i turned to god and i said a simple prayer i said lord i don't know how to go back to you but if you will have me again i will follow and i think god heard my prayer uh, he sent a friend and this friend told me you know laney you might have given up on god but god did not and will not give up on you and i told her i was contemplating on a vacation just to get away from all my troubles and then she mentioned ywam ships go na hawaii um to why not go there to have this vacation and i said why not it's hawaii and there uh, there's a group of volunteers who were doing uh, media collaterals for this um medical vessel in papua new guinea and and they were doing bible studies praying every day, doing worship twice a week, and being in that group of Christians, I started to heal. And so the lies that I have believed for so long because of my abandonment issues are now being replaced by God's word of truth. And so I felt that I was being cherished, pursued, and loved by God. And I ended up staying for two years. And after the second year, 
our director said that they want to donate one vessel to the Philippines and so I knew I had to be part of it and so I came back here and now I want to reach the lost and the hurting and those who are uh, ignored um, in the on the isolated uh, those who are abandoned like I was to let them know that God sees them to let them know that God delights on the well-being of his children and that he is always present and that he is always at work like he was on my not so smooth journey praise God for sister Lainey's life napakaganda po ng testimony ni sister Lainey and we can see here na talagang ang Panginoon natin ay uh, mapagpatawad kahit ilang beses po ang ang, uh, ang children of Israel they they were hard hard-headed. Ilang beses po nilang uh, uh, tinalikuran at sumamba sa ibang sa Diyos-Diyosan. Still, God would call upon them, Come, come back to me. Return to me, my children. Yan po ang panawagan ng Lord. And every time Israel would repent, the Lord receives them. Ganun din po ang nangyari kay Sister Lainey. When she repented, and she when she went back to God, Tinanggap po siya ng Panginoon and the Lord set him up for a greater purpose. Praise God for that. Mga kapatid, yan din po ang panawagan ng Panginoon sa atin ngayon. Maganda po ang plano ng Diyos sa buhay natin. God has a plan for you and God has a plan for me. And you know what? Just like the children of Israel, God wants to bless us. God wants to bless them. God wants to bless the, the nations. And God wants to bless those who do not know Him. Marami pa pong hindi nakakakilala sa Panginoon. At ang nakakalungkot dyan, pag hindi nila nakilala ang Panginoon, mamamatay na lang po sila nang, walang, nang hindi nila nararanasan ang pag-ibig at ang pagpapala ng Panginoon sa kanilang buhay. Pero God continues to call upon people, to call upon us to share the good news to others, to share to those who don't know God about, about His life, about, you know, about His, His love, and about um, His, His saving grace. Kaya po mga kapatid, ang panawagan sa atin ng Panginoon ngayong araw na ito, or even for the rest of our, our lives, I want to repeat it again. Listen and obey to the call of God in your life. Listen and obey. Pangalawa po, remember the good things God has done in your life. Huwag niyo pong kalilimutan. Remember kung ano ang mga, gina- mga, mga, mga gandang ginawa ng Diyos sa buhay niyo. At patuloy niyo siyang paniwalaan. And the last one, choose life. Choose to do good. Choose to obey. Choose to love Him with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. Mga kapatid, today is Mission Sunday. And shinare uh, um, namin sa inyo ang mga taong nag-respond sa Panginoon, sa tawag ng Panginoon sa kanilang buhay. Mahirap man, pero they went. 
mahirap man, nagpunta sila sa, sa ibang bansa kung, kung saan wala ang pamilya nila doon. Pero naroon ang mga naliligaw na anak ng Diyos. But they still obeyed. And because of that, they received the blessing that comes from the Lord alone. Kaya I, want cha- I want to challenge you, mga kapatid, kung nasaan man kayo, I want to challenge you. Pray to the Lord. Ask the Lord today, Lord, what do you want me to do? Ano ang panawagan mo sa buhay ko ngayon?